And with all of that being said, my brother, I'm a second chance change agent because I know there's a lot of people who are coming from outside of that barbed wire fence who are telling themselves, I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to be successful. I want to stay out here. I want to stay free. I'm not just a number. I'm tired of count time. I'm tired of mail call. I'm tired of canteen call. I'm tired of yard call. I want to be free out here with my family. I want to yep. be able to go and open up the refrigerator when I want to. And these men, a lot of times they get out and they got the gift of desperation. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. This is Season 2, Episode 5, Second Chance Leadership with Change Agent Philip Cooper. Having been one to make a mistake once in life, Change Agent Cooper was given a second chance at life, and now he is an agent for second chances and a great example of what leadership is. Let's talk about it. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Muhammad, founder of JM Leadership Development. Today with us, we have Philip Cooper, who's a second chance leader. And today we're talking about second chance leadership with change agent Philip Cooper. Philip is a Western North Carolinian or Western North Carolina native and an accomplished reentry expert, criminal justice reform advocate, and regional agent or change agent. Uh, he's the Director of Economic and Workforce Development at the YMI Culture Center and the founder of Change Agent Cooper, LLC, where he provides program development and supervision for community health workers and peer support specialists. Philip believes that those closest to the problem are the closest to the solution, and this is why he's fully committed to teaching people how to leverage their lived experience uh, to change the world. Thank you, Philip, for being uh, our guest today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, my brother. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. So besides, you know, what I read from your resume uh, here, uh, you know, tell us, you know, who, who are you and what you do? Well, man, first off, I, I do want to just acknowledge uh, you, bro, as a consistent powerhouse in this area, man. You're one of the more consistent people that I know, man. Ever since I first met you back at Green Opportunities, I never forget you had on that pinstripe suit. You rolled right <laughs> up on me. Like, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? Where you from, man? You know? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'll never forget that. But but who I am and what I do, uh, I am a person that is is all about change, holding systems accountable, accountable. Um, you know, workforce development is what got me in the game and uh, providing workforce development for people who have criminal justice involvement required uh, advocacy. Right. Advocate for them, I became an advocate because for them to be successful in the workforce, I had to go in activist mode. You feel me? And yeah. so um, that's a part of what I do. And then on the other end, you know, um, as it relates to um, my way of life, you know, prison ministry is a way of life for me. You'll catch me doing a lot um, on and off the clock for people who are formerly incarcerated, you know, returning citizens. Um, I'm an evangelist. So, um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and I, and I do uh, preach and do speaking engagements in the community. Um, but um, I wear many hats, bro. I do wear many hats. But um, the one that I'm, I guess I'm most proud of, I would say, other than, you know, being a family man, I would just say, you know, being an advocate for change. Yes, sir. Very good. Well, yeah, definitely. Um, as it relates to consistency, you know, I have seen you 
uh, as well, being one who who's consistent and 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 uh, resilient and vigilant, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to uh, pushing, you know, the second change or change agent, you know, being a second chance a change agent, man. So thank you very much for your work uh, in the right communities on. as well. You know, I mean, for, for example, you know, being a Martin Luther King Service Award recipient and uh, Appalachian Leadership Fellow, you know, and holding a human services degree and global career development facilitator. You know, th- those are things that really speak to, you know, your character, man. So thank you. Thank you for the work that you do. Um, so tell us a little more, man, about, you know, what is this uh, significance of being a second chance, you know, agent, you know, because, um, you know, a lot, a lot of times, man, people say things when they're, you know, in the in the system, you know, per se. And then when they come out, they kind of, you know, go back into old habits and old ways, you know. So tell us, you know, more of the significance of being a second chance agent. Well, you know, um Second chance is something that I that I've rolled with by way of my involvement in the the North Carolina Second Chance Alliance, but you know a lot of times it, it takes people um, more than two chances. You feel me? It takes yeah. people more than than to, uh, uh, two chances to get it right. And so I have rolled with you know that second chance piece. But I say all that just because I want the listeners to know, like like bruh bruh. Or sister, sister, if you on your your fourth, fifth time trying, don't feel like it had to be done in two, you know, because I'm I'm living proof that it takes what it takes for a person to get what they need to get. You feel me? But what does it mean? What does it mean to be a person that's about uh, second chances and being a change agent? You know, it can be a person that has a criminal background, Jason. It can be a person who their first shot in the com- at the community college they they crashed out, and I see that a lot. A lot of people jump right into college after they finish high school, not knowing what they really need to major in, not knowing what they want to be. You feel me? And they get in there and they crash out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And so having another chance to come and 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 and, and go for uh, some career uh, navigation. You know, I'm 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 about about that. Um, it can be second chances for a man who 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 wasn't a good father in the early stages of his child's life. And then he he starts to try to get back into her life to to have a presence in her life, because we all know one of the biggest issues we face in the United States of America right now is fatherless homes. You know, it can be that person that needs another chance at that. It can be that that man or that woman who committed adultery and they trying to salvage their marriage. You know what I'm saying? But the one that is important, I ain't going to lie to you, my brother. Is the people coming home from prison? That's where it hits hard for me when we talk start talking about second chances. Because I know a lot of people, myself included, when you go to prison, you you really have a, a, a light come on. You start learning who you are as a real person. You learn how to experience your emotions without a substance on top of it. Because see, people say there's drugs in prison, and yeah, there's drugs in prison, but the access to it ain't the same way that it is on the streets. So we had to learn, we have to learn how to 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 survive our emotions when we're in prison. We have to take classes. We have to lift weights to deal to for anger management. We have to work on conflict resolution if we want peace of mind. And we have to learn how to follow rules unless we want to do all our time in the hole. And with all mm. of that being said, my brother, I'm a second chance change agent because I know there's a lot of people who are coming from outside of that barbed wire fence who are telling themselves, I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to be successful. I want to stay out here. I want to stay free. I'm not just a number. I'm tired of count time. I'm tired of mail call. I'm tired of canteen call. I'm tired of yard call. I want to be free out here with my family. 
I want to yep. be able to go and open up the refrigerator when I want to. And these men, a lot of times they get out and they got the gift of desperation. They got the gift of desperation. And, 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 and if we don't have the resources available for them, we shortchange them. They go and they do their time. They pay their debt to society. And then they come home. You feel me? They come home to what? A whole bunch of barriers? Nah, that's where I come in at. It's like, shoot, we got to do whatever it takes for this individual to be successful, especially when they talking talking like they, they ready for change, my brother. I'm fighting for them to the finish. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, man, for your service uh, for that. Reminds me of when I was in Minneapolis. I used to do uh, prison reform ministry, um, you know, my, myself there in uh, Minneapolis. And so it's definitely a different feel when yeah. you get to, you know, to leave, right? And then you see the eyes of the men that you leave behind and just feeling that pain, you know, uh, of them staying there, uh, that that can really, man, that can really do something to a person that cares, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, Philip, what's your definition of leadership? So, I mean, when you sent me them questions, man, and I ain't going to lie to you, Jason, man, I tried not to look at them. I wanted to look at them questions so bad a couple <laughs> days ago and last night when I looked at my calendar, I was like, I'm, I'm about to rock out with my bro tomorrow. I want to come on there and I want to have something ready. But I want to I want to say this from the heart. You feel me? Go I want to say what I got to say about leadership from the heart. Uh, uh, leadership requires authenticity. It, it requires authenticity and you can be a leader in a negative way or a positive way, That's but you right. got to be authentically negative or you got to be authentically positive. So whatever you do, you got to be authentic. I also say you got to have some influence. You got to have some influence, which typically requires some fruit. You have to have some fruit. Leadership requires some fruit. And, and for the listeners that don't know what I mean when I say fruit, I'm not just talking about grapefruit from Sam's, from Sam's Club. They didn't pay me to advertise. <laughs> but but I'm not talking about just that kind of fruit. But but what do you see? You know what I'm saying? Leadership requires someone who can and it requires consistency. It requires consistency and consistency is the major key. And you see how I talked about, matter of fact, and I did not plan or script this, but you see the first thing I said about you on, on this on this interview, I said you yes, was what? Consistent. Consistent. Because leaders yes, know that's what leaders, that's what leaders are looking for. We're looking for consistency. Consistency. And, and, and we're looking for consistency. So we know if we want to partner with you or we don't want to partner with you. Yeah. Consistently dropping the ball, homeboy. I ain't got time to be doing no business with you. I'm trying to change the world, baby. But if you consistently showing up and you getting it done and you producing results, we finna come together like the Megazord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, so, sir. so I definitely say, you know, as as it relates to leadership, uh, 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 influence, authenticity, and consistency. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so that sounds like you know not only the definition, but you giving us three leadership tips as well. Uh, you you know, on, on, or unless you have three leadership tips or different tips you know, that you would like to give. So for instance, so the question would be, you know, what are three leadership tips that you would give to any, you know, anyone that's looking to go into leadership, uh, challenged leaders, you know, emerging leaders, those that have a difficulty with leadership, what are three tips that you would actually give them? Oh, I like that. I like that. So first, you got to have a mentor. You have to have a mentor, period, hands down. Because as a leader, one of the things I've noticed is I have to have uh, uncomfortable conversations with folks, holding people accountable and being an activist and being an advocate. You know, people seeing me out in the community doing this work, man, it's hard because at the end of the day, Jason, I want people to like me, bro. 
I would rather people like me than be mad at me because I had to hold them accountable. But being yeah. a leader requires, back to what I said earlier, authenticity, consistency, and and what was the other? See, I told you what scripted. I said integrity. I know I said integrity somewhere up in there, but I yeah, know I said, said authenticity. Influence. 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 Yeah. And so those are the things, you know what I'm saying, that, that I have to be careful with. And I've got to have a mentor to hold me accountable. Because at the end of the day, leadership ain't about my feelings. It ain't all about my feelings. So I got to have a mentor to keep me in check. That's one tip. The other tip is self-care. You know, self-care is very um, you know, we us as leaders, a lot of times we can we can end up uh, uh, doing a lot, being everywhere, especially in this climate, because everybody yeah. want everybody want to talk about racial equity and inclusion right now. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ready right. now. You know, rest in peace, George Floyd. It took that brother getting a knee to the neck. You know what I'm saying? But and so with that being said, we can be getting pulled all over the place. And so for me, I got to make sure that I practice self care. You know what I'm saying? Which involves you know taking care of my spirit. With you know, for me, I'm a church guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I got to make sure I'm I'm worshiping and I'm and I'm participating in the in the process. And the last leadership tip, um, I just say, uh, um, just just be authentic, man. Be yourself. You know, have yeah. a mentor, practice self care, and be yourself. Cause yes, you sir. can be yourself for a long time, but wearing a mask, that wearing a mask stuff get old, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so be yourself. Be yourself and, and you know and, and lead, man. Lead where you wherever you call the lead in your area. Back to that influence, you know. We ain't all we ain't all got influence everywhere. We ain't all meant to be leading everywhere. You feel me? It yes, might sir. somebody might be leading the masses by way of speaking engagements and 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 writing books. Like I can see you doing that. Like you like Craig Rochelle, you know. And then some people got to do it more on a more intimate level. You dig? Like the one on one pouring into the spirit stuff like that. You yes, know, sir. so so knowing where you supposed to lead at, but but maybe I should have put that down on paper. What tips I had because I was finna keep going. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's good though, man. That's yeah. good because see what happened is our listeners will hear this, you know, yeah. so they will still get fed. So you gave us, you know, you answered the question, but you're still feeding us, man. So it's all it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. But, uh, one of the rawest, you know, one of the rawest, uh, uh, most authentic conversations uh, that I've had on this podcast, uh, uh, you know, uh, thus thus far, man. So, yeah. so thank you. I, I got one last thing here um, as it relates to closing comments. You know, how can, you know, give us some closing comments and then um, how can people help in, in, in your work uh, and contact information? Well, man, at this at this point in time, you know, uh, as far as additional comments, I'm just going to reiterate authenticity, man. I'm going to reiterate authenticity. It, it is so important to, to be to be real, to be solid, stay solid. People will respect you no matter what arena you're in. People respect solid people. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're dealing with with the gangsters or whether you're dealing with the uh, 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 the criminal justice system in the workplace, People respect solid people. Authenticity is that important. So that's one thing that I, I'd love to add. But as far as like the work that I'm doing and how people can support, you know, um, many if this if this podcast is being heard locally, y'all know what I'm up to. By now, y'all know what I'm up to. You know, recovery, reentry, workforce development, things of that nature. You know, addressing the uh, the economic development needs of the people who was left behind. You know, victims of gentrification. You did. You know, so if people want to partner and they want to be a part of the solution, 
you know, they can holler at me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm all over LinkedIn. LinkedIn has proven to be one of my most valuable tools, Jason. I'm talking about, bro, LinkedIn. I done made some connections on LinkedIn from Vera. Uh, I done made connections on LinkedIn, you know, from Dogwood, connections uh, with the uh, in the mayor's office, the uh, not the mayor, but the governor's office, you know, just from LinkedIn, bro. So it ain't hard to find me. If people want to be a part of the solution, want to talk about criminal justice reform, holler at your boy. You know, um, I'm glad that we have our county interested in doing racial equity work and, and, and stuff like that. But I will say that, you know, on my end, it's not easy for a person like me who is authentically grassroots, you dig, to be in them spaces. Because, see, when you represent the community and you really and, and you authentic and you understand that you have to leverage your influence you, in those spaces, you got to say things that the system may not be ready to hear. So I haven't I'm not the one that needs to be in them spaces, but there does. But we do need representation in those spaces. So if you want to help, you want to be a part of the solution. Some of y'all need to consider like being on them safety and justice challenges uh, uh, committees and stuff like that, you know, because we all got a part to play in this. But some of us are more passionate than others. And I'm the guy that, you know, when I'm in the room, bro, I'm telling you, I don't I don't turn down. God did not create me to turn down. You heard. So I'm not the one to be in those spaces. But if you are wanting to be a part of the solution, you definitely need to be in those spaces. And if you want me to keep charging your battery, it ain't hard to find me. I'm on <laughs> back to what I said. I'll let you boy on LinkedIn. I'll charge your battery before you go into them spaces. You did. <laughs> yes, sir. Bro, Phil, listen, man, it's always a pleasure uh, talking with you, man. I learned a lot from you. I uh, love your passion. Uh, love your authenticity and uh, love your consistency, man. So keep pushing forward and looking forward to having you on this uh, Leadership Is podcast again soon. Man, I sure do appreciate you. And uh, just real quick, we want to drop this. So, um, you know, I'm um, leading the project uh, with Land of Sky Regional Council called Inspire. Um, and, you know, we're working with folks who are coming home from prison that have substance use disorder, you know, getting them connected to resources and helping them along the along their workforce development career services pro, uh, process. So um, if you're local, you know what I'm saying, you want to learn more about that project, like I say, reach out to me on LinkedIn. That's the best way to reach me right now. Um, but that is a big project, and it's going to do some some great work in this area, especially for folks who are coming back home for prison and long-term treatment. So I am glad, you know, um, and I'm grateful that um, to have the, the uh, relationship with Nathan Ramsey and him allowing me to lead in this effort is going down. Very good. Thank you, sir. Are you promoting the right people into leadership positions? How do you know? How do you measure the outcomes and are they the outcomes you're looking for? Please visit www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com. Again, www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com and request a half hour conversation to assess if we can address your leadership development needs. Oh, and by the way, always remember that leadership is influence and service. Hey, greetings, leaders, and thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. We have with us our special guest, Mr. Philip Cooper, and today's topic was second chance leadership. And he gave us three leadership tips, which I thought were awesome. The first one is get a mentor, get a mentor, right? The second one is self-care. 
you know, many of us do a lot for everyone else, but not really enough for ourselves. And so self-care is very, very important in order for us to continue uh, to serve others. And then the last one he said is be yourself. Be yourself. Listen, it's best that you try to be yourself because to try to be anyone else, they already have someone else for that. So be yourself. That's your job. Here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company with identifying your hidden or next generation leaders and tailor a leadership development mindset training specifically for guiding your succession plan for your next generation leaders. If you would like uh, to have a conversation about us doing a presentation or keynote at your next event or about your leadership bench, including helping you develop one, please do not hesitate to reach out to us via email at info at jmleadershipdevelopment.com or give us a call at 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. But in the meantime, please subscribe and give us a good review for this podcast on many podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and more under the name Jason A. Muhammad slash leadership is. You also may follow us on social media. Twitter is at LeadershipJM. Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Development. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.